you just figure that out and then you start slow and you are patient with yourself and you forgive yourself the times that you miss it, but you continue. It's not what we do every once in a while that changes our lives. It's what we consistently do over time that begins to lead us to the change that we're at. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Office Visits with Dr. V. Have I just said thank you for listening? If this is your first time, thank you for listening. If you are a regular listener, thank you, thank you, thank you for listening. I am doing my very best to bring you all information, education that is reliable, resourceful, and things that you can actually apply to your everyday life. Like you can get off of the podcast and actually go do it. Um, And so with that being said, I have a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful human being on with me today. I've known her for years. Yes. Maybe since 2002, 2003, we go way back. But she is a wealth of information and she is going to talk to us today about how she simplifies her life, how she simplifies your life. So her life. Welcome, Miss Nayamka Joseph. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you so much. I'm excited to be here. Uh, for those of you all who are listening, you got to go to YouTube because Naya has this beautiful like 100 watt smile. And she's got the best collarbones, y'all. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to lose some weight. I said, I got to get my collarbones like Naya. So anyway, we call her Naya for short, but she is a functional nutrition coach. Among other things, she's also an educator. She is a mom. I'll just say she makes everything beautiful. Everything she touches, she makes it beautiful. That is her gift. So Without further ado, Ms. Naya, can you introduce yourself to our listeners, please? Absolutely. Thank you so much for having me on today, Dr. V. Yes, we go way, way back. I think it was probably pre-2000, actually, somewhere in there. It's been a long time, nevertheless. But I am Naya Joseph. I am a functional nutrition coach, and I got into functional nutrition because I wanted to solve some challenges that I was personally having. As you know, I I have two boys. And after, well, first, prior to getting pregnant, I was struggling to get pregnant. And so I changed my diet. And through changing my diet, my body began to function the way it's supposed to function. So what I mean by that is I actually went vegetarian and vegan long-term. And prior to doing that, I was not having any cycles all my life from the time I had my first cycle in fifth grade into my thirties, because I I got pregnant for the first time at 35. I did not have regular cycles. Hold on, wait, back up. You had a period in fifth grade and not another one till you were 30? No, 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 no. Just real slow. It was just sporadic. So in fifth grade, yes. And then sixth grade, maybe. And then from sixth all the way through 12, I didn't have anything. And then maybe once a year, once every other year, I would have a cycle. And so 
we were wow. struggling to get pregnant and I tried something different. I changed my diet. And from that, I started cycling regularly and I was able to get pregnant. And I actually continue to cycle regularly now. <laughs> um, oh, so, won't you do it? Awesome. Very yeah. good. That sounds like PCOS. I don't know if you feel comfortable, but is, is that what it, did you have PCOS? Yes. Oh, yes. awesome. Awesome. There are a ton of medications that people go on to get pregnant with PCOS and not everybody needs, you know, all of the big guns. So it's really encouraging to hear that you changed your diet and were successful conceiving on your own, which is the best yes. way to do it. Change my diet and lots of prayer. Yes. <laughs> mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So as a result of that, you know, I've watched my family. I've watched my mom who has diabetes. My dad has diabetes, high blood pressure. They both, it runs in my family. And I just did not want that to be my story. And what I found is I can use food to regulate any issues within my body. You know, I feel better when I'm eating better. And I think that once you start eating better, you begin to recognize the triggers that you have and the things that don't make you feel so good. And mm -hmm. so that's what I wanted to share with the world. You know, I wanted to share that you can eat, you can eat good and you can feel good by choosing the right things on your plate. Okay. I don't have to say anymore. <laughs> That's the message that we share for sure. So thank you for saying that. I will just say that Naya is one of our sisters of destiny. As you know, I have a program called Delivering Destiny. And a part of that is something called Our Morning Coffee. And so she's one of our 5 a.m. She is a 5 a.m. person. And she was sharing, we were, we were sharing one morning and she gave me this tip about what she does to keep her household in order. And it just blew my mind. And I was like, you have got to share this. And guys, like I said, she has, she's organized, she's meticulous, like she has systems. And so she's going to share with us some of the routines and habits that just simplify her life. So she's going to share three and we got a little bonus for you for those people who have kids going back to school. So um, we got three plus one. So Naya, give us the first one. So the first thing I do, what I found, and I'll give you a little bit of background, is my kids, my family, they want to use a clean plate every single time they <laughs> go to the kitchen and do something. <laughs> and I was like, this is not working. I was buying paper plates and I was like, okay, aside from the damage we're doing to the earth by using these things, we're going through them. And then when COVID hit, like paper plates went through the roof. And I was just like, I am not spending this much money on paper plates. We've <laughs> got to do something different. And so I came up with a system that color codes everybody's plates. Everybody has a set of plates, a bowl, a cup, and a plate in a different color. And their job is to use that plate, wash it, put it away, and then reuse it. So I know exactly who's not washing plates because I know their colors. <laughs> and I can go to that person and say, hey, can you wash the plate, please? But it just made my life so much easier because, you know, they would just take down every plate that we have in the cabinets until they were all just dirty versus us washing our things right behind ourselves and putting them away. 
I mean, just using one, just using one plate. So that has made my life a lot easier in the kitchen. So I love it because you don't dirty up as many dishes, but the best part, you know who's not cleaning their dishes. So it teaches children to be, children and adults, I will say, to be responsible and to embrace the habit of being clean, you know, which is something I think that we need to learn. And paper plates, I think, are for guests. We'll have large gatherings, but we ain't trying to pull out, you know, paper plates every day because they cost. So I love to hear this. So you came up with that. Did you ask your family what they thought about it or you just implemented the system? Tell us how we do something like that. So I just implemented the system and (laughs) slowly they have begun to embrace it more and more. I will tell you sometimes my youngest will try to use his brother's plates just so that he doesn't (laughs) get in trouble. But I think once, you know, you have that conversation and they see the difference it makes in just us all being able to work together as a team to keep Mm -hmm. the kitchen clean, right? It's not just one person being responsible. And I'll tell you, I think it stems from me as a child having to wash dishes behind adults and a whole family because I was the oldest and the one under me is 12 years younger than me. So I had to do it all. And I was just like, no, this is not how we're oh, going to do it in my house. We're going to all Cinderella. Yes, <laughs> we're going to all contribute to the cleanliness of our home. And, you know, it's a slow process. I can't tell you that it's perfect, but I think we're getting better. We are getting better and we're seeing some progress in our kitchen area. Mm. Yeah. The teamwork element too, that's very powerful. We are doing this together. We're keeping our house clean together. It's not just one person doing all the heavy lifting. So I love that. So let me ask you something just for, I'm trying to get a better understanding. I didn't think about this when we first talked about it. When people come over, like you have to have, plates right or do you use paper plates when people come over or do you have like it just depends on the event yeah Mm -hmm. so it depends on the event now I have tons of plates which is why we would have so many plates dirty because I have so many I like china I like pretty place settings and all those things of course I bring those out for special occasions so when people come over if we're going to eat off of real real plates (laughs) you know and on Sundays for brunch Typically, we eat off of real plates, you know, so it just depends on the occasion. If the kids are having friends over, it's probably paper plates. If it's Thanksgiving dinner, then it's my china. So, you know, we have it available for when we need it. But on a day-to-day basis, we just try to stick with that one set of plate, everybody's plate settings. I could get rid of, I would probably only need one cabinet if I implemented this method. We have so many dishes. It feels like we've collected them every time we've gone to a new place. So that would really kind of simplify the appearance of the kitchen and it would definitely look a lot cleaner. So I I love that one. And this is yes. why we're doing the episode. So <laughs> what is number two? What's number two? Well, meal prep. Meal prep is huge for me just because I want to make sure that I'm always in a position to put the right things in my body. And so with that, it requires me to meal prep. Uh, so I always have a snack. I always have something that I can take with me for a quick bite while I'm out. So I was going to share some of my favorite meal prep items. And 
I will tell you also over the summer, it's also helped with my children. So their home, if I have things in, in the refrigerator or I actually created the snack pack in the pantry area. So I took one of those, you know what I'm talking about. It's like a cloth door hanger that you put shoes in. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And I actually use that for snacks. So, and I saw that on somebody, I saw that somewhere and I was just like, okay, I'm going to try this. But everybody has a row for their snacks. And so I just fill it up on Sundays. They know there are two snacks a day. I do not have to stop what I'm doing to go and get kids snacks because it's there for them. So that's one of my meal prep tips is my um, pantry snack area. I open up things when I buy groceries. I divide everything up so they're eating in portions versus taking the whole bag of chips and sitting at the table and eating out of a bag of chips. Oh, wow. Um, so everything is portioned. Everything is out there and they can go and serve themselves whenever they want. So you're putting it in like a Ziploc bag? Is that what you're doing? Yes. Wow. Yes. Mm. yes. So okay. I'm packing and you only have chips to, and stuff. Go ahead. You only have to do this once a week? Once a week. And it only takes okay. me maybe an hour to do all of it. So I use the snacks. So I fill up my snack pantry once a week. Personally for myself, some of my favorites are pumpkin muffins. I make a pumpkin muffin. The key for that is because my family loves them. And so they disappear pretty fast. I make two dozen instead of just the one dozen. I freeze 12 of them so that I can have them over the next week where my family can eat off the first dozen. But I still always have something that I can quickly pop in the microwave for 30 seconds. It's warm. Wow. It's like it's just come out of the oven wow. and I can go. And it's delicious it's perfect so that's another one of my favorites oh is yeah. that on your is that recipe on your website it should be on the instagram page for sure for okay. sure i know okay. i posted we'll, it okay we'll yeah. get to that at the end okay keep going keep going so we've got pumpkin uh, muffins we've got a snack organizer so the kids yeah. aren't like all in the snack pantry eating the whole bag of chips at one time gosh that's, <laughs> that's a great idea go ahead go ahead go ahead Another thing I love to uh, prep is salsa. It's very easy. And I actually prefer homemade salsa to store-bought salsa. I don't know if you've ever made your own, but when you use your own ingredients, it's just much fresher. It doesn't take long to chop up the seasoning and put it in a glass jar. I like in mason jars, and that's what I usually do most of my meal prep with. But I put that salsa in there and I can use it on top of any of my protein if I like. If I want to, I can have it with food, corn chips. I have so many options that I can do with salsa. So that's another one of my favorites I like to keep on hand. And I make usually a black bean salsa. Black bean mango and black bean salsa. Yeah, doesn't that sound good? So, so normally salsa, I'm thinking, you know, tomatoes, onions, cilantro, some salt. Okay, and then you add mango and black beans. So that's there's less than what? 10 ingredients. Yes. And most of my meals are Six, seven. Yeah, less than 10 ingredients. So usually it's uh, black beans, mango, uh, red onion, a little bit of lemon, lime, cilantro. I prefer parsley. I don't like the, the taste of cilantro, so I sub par parsley for it. And I make maybe jalapenos if you want a little kick to it. Okay. Just a little bit yeah. of salt and pepper and that's it. Okay. And I've seen where some people just put it all in the food processor, but 
we'll definitely go to your page to maybe see how you make it. So, all right. So we do the pumpkin muffins, the salsa. Is there anything else that you like to prep? So, yes, I think, and as I move back, so I am going back into the classroom full time, which means that I have to prep a little bit more. One of the things that I used to prep often was salads in a jar. So I build salads mm. in a quart-sized jar, and all I have to do is dump them over, shake, dump it into a bowl, and I can eat it at school. So that makes it really easy. I try to prep maybe three for the beginning of the week, and then midweek I'll prep my last two. And the salad in the jar is just like your lettuce, the toppings that you want, the vegetables that you want, and the yes. dressing is in the mason jar too? It is. So you put your dressing at the bottom. Okay. Then you put all of your, like, your vegetables. You put your lettuce in last. So you have your tomatoes, your cucumbers, anything that's going to, you know, have mm -hmm. moisture, you leave that at the bottom. If you add pickles or whatever it is that you want to add in there for your salad, you put all of that at the bottom, you put your lettuce on top, you put the top on, and then when you're ready to eat it, you shake it all up and you pour it into a bowl. Wow. And what size mason jar are you using? You using an eight I ounce or the twelve quart. ounce? I use a quart. So it's like thirty two. Okay. Yeah. And the okay. wide you want okay. to get the wide mouth. Okay. So that everything okay. easy to get everything in there. So wide mouth, thirty two ounce. Yeah. I guess it's a twenty four ounce. If you fill it all the way up, it's actually a thirty two ounce. But yeah, it's twenty four ounces, a quart size. Mm -hmm. Gotcha. So I told y'all you can take her tips and you can do this. Like you can totally do this. It requires that you're intentional and it requires that you set aside time. Like you just can't be, you know, all over the place. You have to be intentional about making your health a priority and setting the time to do this. And you guys might be saying like, why are we talking about this? And, you know, I always have an episode that's related to the pillars of health. And so this definitely hits off the nutrition. And let me tell you, this is all stress management. Like. <laughs> Mm -hmm. <laughs> oh, trying to make, you know, breakfast in the morning. What am I going to eat for lunch? You know, this is, I I'm sure this reduces your stress, like by in half, at least I would think. Have you, would you say that that's a true statement? Absolutely. I think it reduces my stress and it helps me save money when I'm out, you know, out oh. and about because I have stuff that's already, I yeah. know it's helpful. I've made it myself, so I feel good about eating. So yes, it reduces stress because I'm not stressed about what I should eat and what's in what I'm eating. And it aligns with my goal, my personal goals for my health, my fitness, my nutrition. I feel better. Absolutely. Yeah. So when I feel yeah. better because I'm eating whole food, I'm more energized. So yeah, that makes me less stressed, right? You ever eat something and it's like, it does absolutely nothing to you, nothing for you. And you say, God, that was such just a waste. It was a waste of calories. I am still hungry. I'm not satisfied. A waste of calories, a waste of money. Mm. And you're still trying to figure out, you know, what else can I get? But when you have things on hand that you know will meet your nutritional needs, there's nothing like it, you know? So yes, I think it does. So I will just say you are a functional nutrition coach for a reason, because I really don't think most people stop and say, that didn't do anything for me. They say, oh, I'm still hungry. And they go eat more. 
they go eat more. And so the food that we eat, especially the processed foods, they don't really have fiber. They're not filling up your stomach and they've got sugar and salt. And so you're going to crave it more. So, so mm -hmm. no, that's called mindful eating. You know, when you say, you know, that didn't do anything for me and you slowly start to add things into your diet that will. But I think that is a great way for us to be mindful to say okay how do i feel after i've eaten what i've eaten those ginger snaps from trader joe's with the crystallized ginger like <laughs> i can eat a few of those and i still have room for more so i love what you just said so i think those are good i think those are, are several things that we can do and number three routines so you mentioned earlier about setting the time aside to be able to do all these things. And so in order for you to be successful, particularly around health and wellness, you have to have some routines in place to ensure your success. And so I meal prep Sunday nights, usually or Sunday afternoons after we have brunch with the family, you know, I get all my things out and I start meal prepping for the week. I also make sure like another big routine for me, and this goes back to stress management and wellness in general, is my nighttime routine. I you know, know, I have to take a nice bath. Uh, I put bath salts in my bath, a really hot bath. And I put on my pajamas. I like to go to bed in a clean space, in a clean room. My husband will say, why are you making up your bed? You're about to just get in it. So sometimes I make up my bed late at night because I want to go to bed in a clean space. So I try to have a routine of making up my bed every single day. Now, I'm not perfect wow. at all with that, you know, with any of it. But I believe when you have systems in place, it's when you miss it, it's much easier to get back on track. To get back on, exactly. That's exactly yeah. right. And y'all, she really does this nighttime routine. Like, she really does. And, you know, for us as lifestyle medicine physicians, you know, taking a warm bath before you go to bed helps get better sleep because your body temperature will slowly decrease and that makes you sleepy. And it also, now you don't take your phone in there. You have your phone in there? It depends okay. on if I'm listening to something. <laughs> yes, I am working on my nighttime phone routine of putting it away a little bit earlier. Yeah, but. yeah. If you can stop the blue light an hour or two beforehand, that's what uh, will also help you have a, a better night's sleep. But I mean, you said you're not perfect, but man, you're checking off a lot of the boxes. So very good. So you have a nighttime routine, you meal prep. What other routines do you have or think that we should implement? So I think a morning routine is going to be really important, particularly as we head back to school, right? You want to minimize your stress in the morning. So making sure that you have a routine of how you're going to make sure the kids eat really good, healthy breakfast, because that affects how they perform for the entire day. I'm now on Sundays also pulling out my outfits for the week with this new. Wow. I actually have to get dressed. I can't wear sweats all day like I've been doing for the last <laughs> 10 years. I'm finally coming out of my COVID sweats. But so I have to actually get dressed. And I have to put effort into that, which takes a little bit of time. So I'm looking at, okay, how am I going to put myself together for the week? And I do that on Sunday nights. 
So a good morning routine. I know I can prepare a great breakfast and my kids' lunches in 30 minutes in the morning and get out the door. And then the other thing is I routinely make it a point to hit the gym two to three times a week and get in 10,000 mm-hmm. steps a day. Mm-hmm. That is part of my wellness, my mental health, my strength, all of those things. My mental physical health, that is part of my routine. So those yeah. are some of the yeah. And guys, she's not just talking. She does hit her 10,000 steps. Like, yeah, she's like 77,000 for the week. So she's above that. So we are, wow, that's a lot. That's a lot to process. It all sounds great. But if you're someone who has no routine at all, you're scattered, like I have been, where would you say we start? And how do we start? I think you have to figure out what's going to be the biggest benefit for you. What's going to make the biggest difference in your life? For me, it's my nighttime routine. That makes the biggest difference in my life. So I protect that time for myself Mm -hmm. as much as I possibly can. So I think you just figure that out and then you start slow and you are patient with yourself and you forgive yourself the times that you miss it, but you continue. It's not what we do every once in a while that changes our lives. It's what we consistently do over time that begins to lead us to the change that we're at. Wow. That might be a clip. (laughs) Y'all might see that one on a reel because, you know, we think it's these big changes, but it's all the little stuff that adds up that you do day in and day out. And I'll just say, you know, listening to it, it does sound like a lot. But I just think about we set nine to five aside for our jobs and Mm -hmm. we do that. Now, I know that brings revenue into the house, but, you know, think of taking care of yourself like this is your job, too. And so I think it doesn't have to be Sunday. You're doing all of these things because that's what I used to do. I used to meal prep and drive myself. I'd be tired. But I think that, like you said, if you can have routines and you know when you're going to do what, I think that it's very doable. And again, it is our responsibility to take care of our bodies. And the things that you have shared make that so much easier, make it so much easier. Absolutely. You know, and again, you know, I think we always have to be patient with ourselves because you're going to have seasons where you're busy and you get off of your routine. And I recently posted, I was like, you know, when I can't give myself an hour a day, one hour out of 24, if I can't give Mm. myself one hour a day, then I'm too busy. That's my parameter, right? If I cannot give myself an hour a day, I am too busy. An hour a day, maybe it's to meal prep on Monday, maybe it's to go to the gym on Tuesday, but one hour of the day out of all 24, I can certainly carve out time for that. Mm, okay yeah that's gonna be a clip too (laughs) that's a mic drop moment that's real if you cannot give yourself one hour a day you are too busy yes Mm. and And people say I'm busy go ahead ahead. I think what happens is we make ourselves or put ourselves at the bottom of the priority right absolutely and we have to stop doing that because if we're not well, then the people and everything that we're pouring out to 
we can't yep. give them our best and show up yep. as, as our best for them either. So we have to make ourselves a priority. And that's not selfish, which is a mindset shift for many moms, for many women. And when you talk mm-hmm. about taking mm-hmm. care of yourself, it's a mindset shift. So we've got to be the priority. That's okay. That's not selfish. Yeah. Yeah. And I will say, I'll put a plug in for our morning routine because that is the easiest time to get time by yourself. So we do, it's really the miracle morning. And, you know, we pray, meditate, visualize. Um, We have a devotional that we read, we journal, we say our affirmations. And this is how we start the day. And sometimes we talk about things and, you know, there's some life stuff that we get from each other. And I just think that it's it's always quiet. Mm -hmm. Nobody's up. It's just us. And, you know, for those of you who are saying, I don't have, my kids are always bugging me. They're probably not bugging you at five o'clock in the morning. They really aren't. So thank you for reminding us that, you know, we've got to take care of ourselves. We've got to put on our own oxygen mask first so that we can help others. Very good. Very good. So we had our three and you kind of already did the plus one that was helping people with going back to school. Anything else you wanted to share to help people getting ready to go back to school? It's really nothing additional. I think that, you know, just finding a way because, you know, when I finding a way to build nutrition into our kids' lives on a daily basis. So the only other tip that I'll give you is I started building these fruit cups and my kids love them. So I make fruit cups and put them in the refrigerator. And that is a way that they can serve themselves again, because my goal is to empower them to be more independent concerning what they're putting in their body. So if I have it there and I put it there for them, then it makes it much easier on both of us and they don't have to ask. But one of the things that I do build is a fruit cup for them and they enjoy those things. So that's another way that I can get more nutrients into their bodies on a daily Okay, so if y'all are like me, when she said fruit cup, I'm thinking of like the mandarin oranges with the plastic peel over it. You got to go to my page. I've posted them, but you know, I have one that loves mango and strawberry and kiwi. So I cut those up and put them in a cup for them. And I buy these little containers. They're like at Dollar Tree, you get five for $1.25. You can wash and reheat it. If you know you lose one, it's not a big deal. But you know, I cut up those things. One of mine likes grapes and apples and he'll eat strawberries. So I make them things that they like. They're fresh. And it's equivalent to, you know, if you go to Publix in those little plastic containers, I don't know if you guys yeah. have them. Or you go to we a do, grocery yeah. store or Whole Foods or something like that. Those yeah. Little I was like, I can make these at home. And it makes, I promise yeah. you, it's so easy because I know every day they have a they have their servings of fruit and vegetables on a daily basis. My gosh. <laughs> Woo, mic drop. Okay, real quick, last question about the fruit cup. You said apples. Apples can brown, strawberries can get mushy. How do you preserve them? Or do you put like lime juice on them? Or how do they stay fresh? Or they just eat them quick enough that that's not an issue? Yeah, they don't last too long. I can make three days worth for the family. And then again, I'll meal prep mid- midweek to make the other two days. So the apples don't brown. 
You can put a little bit of lemon or lime juice on it, but I don't have any problems with it. They eat them just fine. Okay, okay. Yeah. Now, I don't know if that's on your site or on your Instagram, but that should be on there. Yeah, it's on there. I, I posted a picture of the fruit cups, so you can find it Okay, there. okay, very good. Yeah. So you have given us like, <laughs> I hope y'all were taking notes. And uh, you don't have to do all of these starting tomorrow. You can pick one that you like. Or if she said something that you're like, you know what? I can do that with a little spin on it. Then let's go for it. Because this is definitely one way that you can continue to eat healthy, be intentional about it. You're going to have to be intentional. Um, but it also is going to reduce your stress. And I have to say, too, it sounds like you save a lot of money. Because when you said like Publix and Whole Foods, that fruit, I'm like, you're paying for them cutting it up. <laughs> right. <laughs> because like a pineapple is like $2 and they will charge you $7 for a container of pineapple. That's so right. we cannot forget that, you know, just a little bit of elbow grease goes a long way, not only for your health, but also for your wallet. So, wow, this has been awesome, awesome, awesome. As always, you know, you are the queen bee on organizing and simplifying. And so give us one last thing that you want to leave with the listeners before we go. To start, start today, mm. pick one thing that's going to mm. impact your life and start. That's it. Just get started. Okay. <laughs> that's yeah. very simple. Just start. Just start. Well, Tell us how we can keep up with you. I want to see the fruit cups. I want the pumpkin muffin recipe. Like, how do we get all of this good information that you share with us? The best place to go is Instagram. Nayamka underscore Joseph is the handle on Instagram. And I post all of my food recipes there on my food plate. So just check me out on Instagram. And if you're missing anything, you can just inbox me through Instagram have questions you can go to my website which is simplifiedwellness.com and you can set up um, a call or a consultation if you have questions as well if you have questions now you are a functional nutrition coach so that means that you coach people yes i do All right. are you taking new clients i am taking maybe one or two new clients one-on-one -on -one clients but there is a 30-minute um, consultation if you just have some general questions that you can tap into in January or somewhere down the line, I will take another group, but I need time to transition. Awesome. So, yeah. Awesome. Wow. Well, we thank you for coming on and sharing all of your ideas. I always have to just give a shout out for purpose and gifts. And this is a perfect application of what God has put in you. I will tell you, my brain is not set up like this. Like, <laughs> it's just not. And so he puts people in your lives to help you. So I, I'm just really, I got a lot out of this episode. So I know my listeners did as well. So functional nutrition coach, educator, mom. Oh, real quick. Tell us the age of your kids so everybody can know. The age of your children. Oh, I have a, well, an almost eight-year-old. He'll be eight next month. And then I have a 13-year-old son who I'm working with on his nutrition because he's a baseball player and he's trying to get gain weight and all those types of things. So teaching him how to eat the right things so that he can get the results that he's after as well. So, okay. Yeah. 
I meant to ask you that earlier because I'm thinking people are like, my kids can't do that, but an eight-year-old doesn't. And I'm sure a five-year-old could too. So again, thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us today. And um, you guys share this with other folks. Y'all know she said a lot of good stuff. And you know those people that are always running behind in the car line every morning. <laughs> and if that's you, pick up one of these tips and run with it. Just start. So thank you again for joining us on Office Visits with Dr. V. We'll see you next week with something that will make your life happier and healthier. Till next time.